If there's one thing voice actors love more than actually recording voiceovers, it's getting paid. You're a voice actor. You're an entrepreneur. You're a VOpreneur. Welcome to the Everyday VOpreneur Podcast, your guide through the business of voiceover. Your number one marketing tool is your voiceover demos. When you're posting them online, you want to be sure they're playable on any device and with any browser. The Voice Sam Player does exactly that. Sign up at msvo.me slash msvoicesam and receive three months of Voice Sam for the price of one. Sign up now at msvo.me slash msvoicesam. The Veopreneur Podcast. Hey, it doesn't suck. Not as funny as Conan. Not as cute as Seth Meyers. Not as smart as Colbert. But he's one of us, and that counts for something. Here's Mark Scott, the original everyday Veopreneur. Hi there, and welcome to another episode of the Everyday Veopreneur Podcast. Thanks so much for being here, and thank you for listening. Wherever fine podcasts are given away for free, we are available on iTunes, on Google Play, on Spotify, on Stitcher, and on Podbean. Thank you so much for subscribing. Thank you so much for leaving your reviews. And of course, thank you for sharing this podcast with your friends as well. So what are we talking about today? We are going to talk about getting paid. More specifically, I'm going to give you some tips to make the process of getting paid a little bit easier for you. And there are a number of things that you can do. Some of these are going to seem pretty common sense. Some of them are going to set off light bulbs for you. Depending on where you're at in your voiceover business, maybe you're already doing very well at this. Maybe you've been doing this for a while. You're already getting paid consistently on time every time, and that is fantastic. But if you're a little bit newer, you're trying to figure out how the process works, there's definitely some tips here that are going to help you. There are few subjects that can get voice actors fired up more than the subject of money. We all love talking about, debating about, and complaining about rates. It happens every day in every Facebook group that has anything to do with voiceover. But let's take that a little bit further. Let's go beyond the rates discussion. Let's assume that you have already quoted the project, recorded the project, booked the project, got the exact rate that you wanted for the project, but now you're trying to get paid. And so what I want to give you now are some tips that are going to help you get paid. And the very first tip that I have for you stop assuming that the client is trying to screw you. One of the things that you are going to have to realize is that it takes a while to get paid. Not every client is going to pay you the moment that you deliver your final audio. And I personally don't think that it is realistic to expect all of your clients to pay you up front before you deliver the final audio. And so for a lot of voice actors, the assumption is that if it's been more than an hour, I'm getting screwed. This client is trying to screw me. They're taking me for a ride. They've taken my voiceover. They're using it. They're not going to pay me for it. And that is obviously not the case. And so the very first thing that you have to do is stop assuming that everybody is trying to screw you. There could literally be a thousand reasons why your invoice hasn't got paid. And only one of those reasons is that they're trying to screw you. So stop defaulting to the thermonuclear situation. Let's look at some of these. What if the invoice fell through the cracks? What if the invoice got sent to the wrong person? What if the invoice got overlooked? What if the invoice was paid, but the check has got lost in the mail? What if the client had a medical emergency? What if the client had a family emergency? What if the client went on mat leave and forgot to pass off your invoice to 
the next person who's coming up behind to cover that mat leave. I mean, literally, there are a thousand different reasons why you haven't got paid. And so first and foremost, you have to just relax and stop thinking that everybody is out to get you because for the most part, they are not. The rule of thumb that I live by, not only in my voiceover business, but in my life as well, I will give everybody the benefit of the doubt until they give me a reason to not. And so that is the first and most important tip. Because when you get your mindset right, and that is when you stop believing that everybody's trying to screw you, it's going to make it a lot easier to go through some of these other tips that I'm going to share with you as we go throughout this episode. Tip number two, this is possibly the, well, it is the second most important one. And that's why I've put it at number two on the list. And and not all of these are in a specific numerical order, but some of them definitely are more important than others. And this one is invoice immediately. This is one of the questions that I get asked a lot. When should I send the invoice? And I'll be honest with you. When I first got started out, I was in the habit of sending the invoice after I got final approval for the audio. The problem was I might not get final approval for the audio for weeks. And so now I have to try and keep track of every job that I'm working on and whether or not audio has been approved and whether or not an invoice has been sent. And I thought that was the way that it worked because the first couple clients that I worked with That's what they wanted. And so I had this really bad habit and I was losing invoices. The reality was that I was forgetting about jobs because some of the jobs that I worked on, and and this is legit, I worked on projects that did not get final approval for up to two months. And so in two months, did I forget? You bet I forgot. And now I have to have the awkward conversation of going back a couple months later and trying to issue an invoice. And so One of the smartest things that I ever did for my business was to invoice immediately. That is tip number two. I send my final audio, and the moment that that email has finished sending, the next email that comes in is from my accounting software sending that invoice. In all circumstances now, I invoice immediately. This has been my business practice since probably 2013, maybe somewhere around there. I've never once had a client complain about it. It's what they expect. And that's one of the reasons why a lot of voice actors don't do it because they think that's not the way that it should work. Send the invoice immediately. Do not wait for final approvals or anything else to happen. Next up on the list, you got to learn to accept that 30 to 60 days for payment is actually not uncommon. And I'm not saying that that's going to happen every single time. But what I'm saying is that it is not uncommon for it to happen. This is part of being a business. This is part of thinking like a VOpreneur and not just thinking like a voice actor. In a perfect world, we would send the final audio, we would send the invoice, and 10 minutes later, our PayPal account would dig. But that is not the reality of the world that we live in. When you are dealing with larger corporations in particular, 30 to 60 days is not uncommon. And that may not even be 30 to 60 days from the day that the invoice was sent. That could be 30 to 60 days from the day the invoice actually gets processed. And depending on how many levels of hierarchy and bureaucracy there are to go through, it could be a couple of weeks before that 30 days even starts. The sooner that you can accept that this is a reality of business, the happier you will be. Like legitimately the happier you will be. Because now you can, like tip number one, Stop assuming that everybody is trying to screw you and just start relaxing and know that it is not uncommon for payment to take 30 to 60 days. And sometimes it might even take a little bit longer and it's not the end of the world. In fact, every invoice that I issue 
offers 30-day terms. Now, a lot of my clients pay quicker. Some of my clients do pay a little bit slower. Some of the major corporations that I work with in particular have 45-day terms. There's one that has 60-day terms. It's just the way it is. I think the last time that I checked in Wave, which is the accounting software that I use, and it can show you what your average payment time is, I believe that the last time I checked, my average time to payment was 22 days, which I'm thrilled with. That means that the vast majority of my clients are paying me sooner than my 30-day terms. There are some that are paying me a little bit later, but there are also some that pay me the same day, and so it all balances out in the end. But if my average payment terms are 22 days, I'm pretty happy with that. I think that at that point, I'm doing really good in my business. I am not going to complain about those terms. So the sooner you can accept that as a reality, the less stressed you are going to be. Does it mean that in the beginning, things are going to be a little bit tougher, that finances are going to be a little bit tighter while you're waiting for some of those checks to come in? Absolutely, it does. But the sooner that you accept that this is the reality of business, the sooner that you can put systems and plans in place to prepare for that so that you're not hurting to pay your rent or your mortgage or a particular bill or whatever while you're waiting for those invoices to come through. Tip number four on the list, if you want to get paid fast, make it easy to get paid. One of the things that I always enjoyed listening to is, is voice actors who uh, you know, share their wisdom, and I say that with air quotes, in Facebook groups about how I only accept checks because I don't want to pay PayPal fees. And so they offer one payment method, which makes it really difficult sometimes to get paid. In fact, when I was only accepting checks, it was taking me a lot longer to get paid. Because now it's got to go through all of the accounts payable and and all of that, but they've also got to get the check issued and then they got to get the check signed and then they got to get the check put in the mail. And then depending on where it's coming from, let's be honest, the postal system isn't in any hurry to deliver anything to anybody. And so one of the lessons that I learned early on was if I wanted to get paid quicker, I needed to make it easy to get paid. In the past and still to this day, I accept payment via PayPal. I have a credit card processing page on my website at markscottvoiceover.com so people can pay me via credit card using Stripe as my credit card processor. And that was probably the single smartest decision that I've ever made because everybody loves to pay with credit cards. Everybody has a rewards card now. Everybody's collecting air miles or points for this or points for that. And so my clients love paying via credit card. I accept check still. I have some clients that like to pay me through uh, ACH, Automated Clearinghouse, which is basically direct deposit into my bank account. I got no problem with that. I have clients from the Middle East who are unable to use PayPal, and so they pay me via Western Union. Is it super convenient for me to have to go to a Western Union depot? No, not necessarily. But do I get cash? Absolutely. Every single time. So am I going to complain about it? No, I am not. So the more ways that you offer your clients to pay you, the better. The other thing is Wave, the software that I use for my accounting, it gives me the ability to accept credit card payments. And so that's another way that my clients are able to pay. At any given time, I could probably get paid about half a dozen different ways. And there are more services that are out there beyond the standard ones. You know, a lot of people talk about TransferWise, especially for using or for doing uh, international payments. I've never had a problem with an international payment via PayPal or via Stripe. 
save for my Middle East clients, a couple of countries where they can't use PayPal. And so, again, that's where Western Union comes in. But TransferWise is something else that you might want to check out. Payoneer is another service that a lot of people talk about. So there's so many different ways for you to get paid. Make it easy for your clients to do it. Some people will only use PayPal with me. Some people will only use credit card with me. Some people will only use check with me. I'm not going to argue with them as long as I'm getting paid. And while we are on the subject of PayPal, TransferWise, Stripe, etc., I do not nickel and dime my clients for merchant account fees. Merchant account fees, uh, that's the percentage, the transaction fee that PayPal is going to collect from you or the transaction fee that Stripe is going to collect from you. I do not nickel and dime my clients over that stuff. Merchant account fees are a tax write-off. I can claim all of that as a loss against my business and it makes it so much easier for me and it keeps the relationship solid with my clients. Starting to nickel and dime them by trying to calculate what the PayPal fees are going to be on every single invoice and then billing that back to them, that just doesn't feel like a good relationship to me. And, and I don't know of any other business that does it. And yeah, whatever, maybe Walmart has it built into the profit margins on their, on their prices or whatever, but you've never gone to the checkout at a retail store and, or, or a service-based business even and had them charge you a higher fee because you used credit card. The reality is that you're paying that fee for that convenience. That's it. You're paying that fee for that service. The same way that somebody pays you for voiceover, I pay Stripe so that they can process credit cards so that I can get paid faster. And I have no problem giving them their cut. And I do not make my clients pay for that. Maybe another subject for another episode, but wanted to mention it since we were on the subject of getting paid. Next up on the list, I think it's really important that you need to include language in your invoice that outlines penalties for late payment. We already know 30 to 60 days is not uncommon, but there does need to be something that you can use that you can refer back to and that can even become a potential negotiating tactic for you. And so in every single one of my invoices, it says a $25 penalty will be charged for invoices not paid within 30 days. An additional $50 fee will be charged for each month invoices are overdue until payment is received. And there are limitations. You can't just, you know, throw like, I'm going to charge you $1,000 every time you're late 30 days. It doesn't work that way. There are limitations to what you can charge, but uh, some people prefer to do it as a percentage. I just picked a flat rate. It made it so much easier for me. And the reality is that in all of the years that I have been doing voiceover, um, I think maybe I've had to use that three or four times. But what that language does give me is a negotiation tool. So on the very rare occasion that I have a client that goes past 60 days, and it does not happen very often, I can then go to that client and say, look, your invoice is now 60 days overdue, and these are the penalties that are going to be accrued because you have late payment, and they're very clearly outlined on the invoice. What I'm willing to do, if you pay the invoice in full in the next five business days, I will waive those penalties. And so it gives me a negotiation tool. And every single time that I have done that, it works. So you're putting that language on your invoice, not to be threatening, but to give yourself a negotiation tool. And for those of you that are saying, but I don't want to get into that, or I don't want to have that language on my invoice, I want to encourage you to look at every single service bill that you have in your home. I'm talking about your cable bill, your hydro bill, your water bill, your heat bill, every one of them. 
I want you to look at those bills. And on every single one of those invoices, you are going to find language about late payments. It's just standard. It's not going to upset your clients. It's not going to offend your clients. It's not going to make you look like a dink. It's just you being professional and covering your bases and giving yourself something that you can potentially negotiate with in the event that you have invoices that run, and I say, beyond 60 days. Next up on the list, use software that sends automatic reminders. And this was really, really a big deal for me because I did for many, many years, I invoiced manually and I used Excel. I had an Excel invoice that I sent out. I used another Excel document to track every one of my invoices and I didn't know any better until one day I discovered Wave. And I want you to check out waveapps.com if you've never heard of it, waveapps.com. I will put a link to that in the show notes. It is free invoicing software. And it is beautiful. Not only can I send all of my invoices, I can collect payments from my clients with those invoices. I can track every single one of my expenses. I can integrate with an iPhone app that allows me to take pictures of receipts. So I go to Office Depot or to Staples and I have to buy an ink cartridge for my business. While I am standing in Staples, I can take a picture of that receipt And by the time I get to my truck, it's already been processed and I can now add it into my accounting software as an expense. And all of this is completely free. So working with software that is going to help you to organize all of that is going to be a really, really powerful tool for you. But the other thing that I love about Wave is that it gives me the ability to build in automatic reminders. So I can click checkboxes and it will send a reminder on the due date for the invoice. And then I have another one that is set to send seven days later. And then I have another one that is set to send 14 days later. I don't have to remember anything anymore. Now, when I sign into my dashboard on Wave Apps, I can see if there are invoices that are overdue beyond those automatic reminders. And so it does give me the option to just click one button and send another reminder. And it will also show me the date that my last reminder was sent. So every once in a while, I do have to do that. But having those automatic reminders is one of the reasons why I get paid so much quicker now. Because it's one less thing that I got to remember. Automate as much as possible. The other beautiful thing about Wave is that at the end of the year, I set up an access for my accountant, which I can also do for free. He signs into my software. He goes through, prints out all of the reports that he needs in order to file my tax return. Done. Easy. Simple waveapps.com if you want to check that one out. And there are a lot of different software options out there. I know a lot of people talk about QuickBooks, FreshBooks, whatever. It doesn't matter to me what you use as long as you're using something. But if you want something that's free and works fantastic, waveapps.com. I am not an affiliate. This is not a paid endorsement. I love it. It works. I want you guys to have tools that work for you as well. Let me ask you a question. Are you booking work from your website? Do you have a website that you're proud to send people to? Or is your website something that you put together using a free service and you're just hoping for some kind of results? Maybe you built it with Wix or with WordPress or you just used whatever tool was available to you. Here's what you need to know. The layout, content, and messaging of your website is incredibly important. And getting those things right can mean the difference between inquiries on your website and bookings on your website or crickets. No activity on your website whatsoever. 
If you are not confident with your website, if you don't know what to include, or if you'd like a fresh perspective on it, let me help you. You can now book a 30-minute website consult session with me. So we're going to jump on to Zoom, and I'm going to bring up your website on my screen, and we're going to work through it together. I'm going to make some suggestions on where you need to make improvements, how you can adjust the layout, how you can tweak your copy, whatever. We're going to go over all of the information on your website, and when we're done, it is going to be better. It's going to be working for you more efficiently. You can book one of these 30-minute consults now at markscottcoaching.com forward slash website consults. That's markscottcoaching.com forward slash website consult. Now back to our show. Next up on the list, you got to discuss payment terms up front so there are clear expectations. And this is an area where a lot of voice actors fall short because they don't have these conversations with their clients because they're awkward conversations. Nobody likes to talk about money. Nobody likes to talk about getting paid. We struggle already enough as it is just trying to put together quotes for our clients, let alone discussing payment terms with our clients. So anytime that I have a conversation with a new client, I make it very clear up front that my payment terms are 30 days, and I also take that opportunity to make very clear what my revisions policy is so that they know that there could be additional billing if they come to me after the fact, after that invoice, that final invoice has been issued, the final audio has been sent, they come back with script changes, there's going to be additional billing. So I discuss all of that stuff with my clients up front so that there are very clear expectations. And there have been a couple of times when I have outlined those payment terms up front and the client has come back to me working for you know, a large corporation or something like that. And they explain that their payment terms are slightly different. And so we, we have to get on the same page. And having those conversations up front is so much easier because it's going to remove all the stress. So now if you haven't got your invoice paid by the date that you thought it should be paid and you're thinking, is the client trying to screw me? Am I going to get not get paid for this job? And then you go on Facebook and you start venting on social media about these stupid clients that are stealing your audio and aren't paying their invoices and blah, blah, blah. You literally could have avoided all of that drama if you just had a conversation about payment terms up front. This, again, is one of those moments where you are going to be thinking like a VOpreneur instead of simply thinking like a voice actor. This is your business. Take control of your business. Be responsible to have those conversations and to get all of that stuff discussed, signed, agreed, whatever, up front. Next thing on the list is the old saying, you catch more flies with honey. This is so important because it ties back to the very first tip, which was stop assuming everyone's trying to screw you. Aggressive language on late invoices are much less likely to get those invoices paid quickly. Aggressive language is likely going to cause the process to drag on even further. And the aggressive language may be completely unnecessary because, as we discussed, there's a thousand reasons why your client hasn't paid the invoice and only one of them is that they're trying to screw you. So stop threatening emails, stop threatening lawyers, stop threatening legal action, stop threatening collections, stop threatening to remove copyrights, just stop threatening, period. In all of the years that I have been doing this, in thousands of invoices that have been issued, I have had to get aggressive, I think twice. And even when I was aggressive, I was still respectful and professional. 
99.98% of the time, you are not going to have to get aggressive. An email as simple as, hey, Bob, it's been 30 days since we finished up this project and I just wanted to touch base to confirm that you received the invoice and whether or not payment is in process. If not, let me know. If you need me to resend the invoice, I'm happy to do it. Thanks, Bob. Have a great day. Nine out of 10 times, that's going to get the job done. A simple, friendly, professional reminder is often all that it takes. Unless you are beyond 60 days and pushing closer to 90 days, even in that window, I'm still keeping it respectful. Once we get past 90 days, that's when I'll start to get a little bit more aggressive, but I will still keep it respectful and professional. I don't want to burn bridges, especially if there's a perfectly logical or rational explanation for why this happened. And I also look at my client history. You know, I have clients that sometimes they just take a little bit longer to pay, but they always pay. So am I really going to get worked up if there's a regular trend? And I'm not talking like 90 days every single time, but I'm saying sometimes it might be six weeks or it might be eight weeks before I get that payment. But the payment always comes. So I stick with the simple friendly reminders. You catch more flies with honey. You got to follow up on those invoices. You got to have those conversations, but you don't have to get threatening. Keep it simple. Keep it professional. Keep it friendly. Use a little bit of humor. Sometimes I'll even put it on me. Hey, Bob, I apologize for bothering you about this again, but I just wanted to touch base about invoice 25. Uh, Any chance that you could give me an update on the status of that? Sorry again for bothering you. Thanks, Bob. And then Bob's going to write me back and be like, Mark, I am so sorry. This is not your fault at all. I let this one slip through the cracks. Let me get that taken care of. You'll have payment by end of the week. It's that simple. Keep it professional always. Keep it respectful always. The other thing that you're going to want to do, especially as you start to work with larger corporations, you're going to want to have the appropriate tax forms pre-filled out so that you can send them to new clients easily. So, for example, for me, being based in Canada, working with clients in the U.S., It's not uncommon for me to get asked for a W-9 form, except that being in Canada, I don't fill out a W-9 form. So after having a conversation with my accountant about it, we realized that I needed to fill out a W-8-B-E-N form. And so I went online, got that form, filled it out once, kept a scanned copy of it. And now I have that saved in my Dropbox, in my Google Drive. I have it on my both of my computers. And so No matter what the circumstances are, I have access to that form. I can very quickly and easily send it to any client who asks. So any of those tax forms, depending on where you live, what country you're in, what forms you have to fill out, if there are some that you have to do more frequently than others, that's my suggestion. As much as possible, keep pre-filled out ones. So you fill them out once, you scan them, and then you keep a PDF version that you can very easily and quickly send to clients. Because Sometimes those tax forms are what's holding up your payment, particularly if you're working for somebody for the first time. So make sure that if there's anything that they need, that's part of the conversation that you have with them up front. Don't be afraid to ask, hey, do you need a W-9? I'll ask, hey, do you need a W-8-B-E-N? Have those conversations up front, get that stuff done and taken care of, and that is going to help you get paid faster on the back end. And the final tip that I want to offer, I think this is a really important one, and it's just simply trust your gut. If you asked 10 voice actors about their practices for invoicing, there's a distinct possibility that you would get 10 different responses. I'm telling you how I do it. I'm telling you how I run my business. I'm telling you how 
I have run my business very successfully for many years now, and this system works for me. But somebody else is going to come along and they're going to tell you you should be getting paid 100% upfront every single time. And maybe that works for them. And somebody else is going to come by and they're going to tell you you should be getting 50% payment upfront every single time. And then you should be getting the remaining 50% within 24 hours of the final audio being sent. And then somebody else is going to come in and they're going to say you should take 50% upfront off of new clients. But then once you have a system that works, you don't need to take the 50% upfront anymore. And so it can get really confusing. There are a lot of different ways that you can do this. But the most important thing that you have to remember is to trust your gut. There have been a couple of times, probably half a dozen times in my career, where I have got an email from someone and something just seemed, you know, I'm not sure about this. It just didn't seem right in the way that other emails in the past had. And so there was something inside of me that just said, you know what, you better ask for half up front on this one. On a couple of occasions, I absolutely have asked for half up front and I've got it and there's never been an issue. There's never been an issue. But 99% of the time, that is not what I do. 99% of the time, it's 30-day terms, no questions, no hassles. I want to start the relationship from a place of trust. And there are people that will argue with me that trust has to be earned, and they're not wrong, but that goes both ways. And so one of the ways that I can earn trust from my clients is trusting that they're not going to try to screw me on the invoice. I do my job, I do it well, I get paid. I have had 100% payment on my invoices for, I can't, you know what, I can't even remember if it's five years or six years now, 100% payment on invoices, and that is probably between 1,200 and 1,500 invoices, I think, 100% payment, and only a handful of times, less than a handful of times, that I have asked for payment up front, otherwise, 30-day terms, every single time, and I operate from a place of trust. But don't be afraid to ask for that deposit if you got a funny feeling. Don't be afraid to do a little bit of research. Don't be afraid to ask for a reference. You know, if something doesn't sound quite right to you, don't be afraid to ask the client for a reference. Uh, There's Facebook groups that you can go to. Voice Over Red Flags is a brilliant group that you can go to. And if there's People that have had issues with particular clients in the past, they've probably shared it there. You can go, you can find out whether or not this is something that you should be concerned with. So never be afraid at the end of the day to trust your gut, regardless of what your payment terms are. And that is something that I will do on a regular basis. Listen to my gut. Usually it's not wrong. So let's recap quickly. These are the things that you need to do in order to get paid and to get paid quicker. Never assume that the client is trying to screw you. Always give everybody the benefit of the doubt until they give you a reason to not. Invoice immediately. Final audio goes. The next email that happens immediately is your invoice. 30 to 60 days for payment is not uncommon, and so you should not let this stress you out. You should not let this get you upset. You should not go to social media and start venting about how stupid your clients are and how they're ripping you off because you know what? 30 to 60 days is a reality of business, period. Not the voiceover business, business period, and you are running a business. Make it easy to get paid. Offer more than one option. PayPal, Stripe, Check, Western Union, Direct Deposit, Money Transfers, TransferWise, Payoneer. There's so many different ways. Make it easy to get paid. The more options that you present to your clients, 
the easier it will be for them to pay you, the faster that you will get paid. And don't sweat the transaction fees. Claim them against your business. This is the cost of doing business. This is the price that you pay for that service. Just like you pay to have your website hosted, just like you pay for the voice sampler, just like you pay to be a member of World Voices, you're paying for the service of credit card processing, whatever the case may be. Take those costs as part of doing business. Make sure that you include language in your invoice that outlines penalties for late payment. This is standard practice. Don't be afraid to put that language in there. Be reasonable about it, but use it as a tool, something that can give you a little bit of negotiation leverage in the event that you do need to. Use accounting software that has the ability to send out automatic reminders. Again, waveapps.com is what I use. I love it. It gives me the ability to send out a reminder on the due date, to send it out a week later and 14 days later. Make sure that you're discussing payment terms up front so there are clear expectations. If your payment terms are 30 days, you have that conversation with your client so that they know. And if it's not possible for them to pay in 30 days due to their payment structure, their accounts receivable and accounts payable structure, at least you'll know and you can either agree or disagree and move on. Have that conversation up front with every single one of your new clients. Catch more flies with honey. Don't be afraid to follow up on invoices but you do not need to get threatening. Always keep it respectful and keep it professional. Have the appropriate tax forms pre-filled out so that you can send them to new clients easier and that will get the process started a lot more quickly, which means that you are probably going to get paid a lot more quickly. And finally, trust your gut. If you've got that one client that something just doesn't feel right, don't be afraid to ask for half up front. If they're legit, they're gonna pay it, it's not gonna be an issue. If they're not legit, they're going to argue, they're going to fight it, they're going to come up with a thousand reasons why they shouldn't do it, and maybe that's a red flag. Maybe that's a client that you don't want to work with in the first place. Guys, thanks so much for listening, and I really hope that these tips have helped you to put together better invoices, put together better systems and processes in order to get paid. As always, if you have any other questions, don't forget uh, to join the Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash VOpreneur. Great opportunity to engage in some fun conversations. And this is a topic that we have certainly discussed in the group in the past. Remember to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss another episode. We're on iTunes, we're on Google, we're on Spotify, we're on Stitcher, we're on Podbean. And thank you so much for leaving all of those reviews. Jump onto the website at veopreneur.com. You can listen to past episodes and you can also pick up your Veopreneur swag. You're going to look so good going to the gym or sitting on the beach in your Veopreneur tank. Or, depending on where you live, maybe you still need to have your Veopreneur hoodie. Hello, Canada. Check those out at Veopreneur.com. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Catch you on the next one. The Everyday Veopreneur Podcast. Available everywhere fine podcasts are given away for free. Mostly, we think. Your number one marketing tool is your voiceover demos. When you're posting them online, you want to be sure they're playable on any device and with any browser. The Voice Sam Player does exactly that. Sign up at msvo.me slash msvoicesam and receive three months of Voice Sam for the price of one. Sign up now at msvo.me slash msvoicesam. Hold for tech. And that's a wrap. Thanks for hanging in. Thanks for hanging out. Want more Veopreneur goodness? Jump online at veopreneur.com.